The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's what's on the calendar. January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six with eight performances inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. January 19th inside Van Andel Arena, it will be the Winter Jam featuring We the Kingdom, Jeremy Camp, Andy Minio, and Wilson Austin French, Disciple, and hosted by Nusson. No tickets needed, $15 donation accepted at the door. And January 22nd, the Harlem Globetrotters are back in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena, the 2023 World Tour presented by Jersey Mike Subs. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And January 27th and 28th, the professional bull riding tour is inside Van Andel Arena. The Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tractor Supply Classic. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. That's a two-day show. And January 30th, Dancing with the Stars Live with special guest Gabby Windy inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids, don't forget the camper travel and RV show, January 12th through the 15th. And the remodeling a new home show at DeVos Place, January 20th through the 22nd. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper-to-Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a statewide Friday broadcast. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. He'll join us. We'll break down the Lions versus the Packers. Where does Dan Campbell and his staff have the advantage over Green Bay. Rizzi will be in the hizzy and fill us in uh, momentarily. We'll also get to the other playoff scenarios in the weekend in the NFL. Will teams be resting players and getting ready for the playoffs? And what about Baker Mayfield and the Rams? Can they beat Seattle? We touched on it yesterday, but how cool would that be? By about 7 o'clock, you would know that the Rams had won against the Seahawks and that the Lions and the Packers Sunday night football in America would be for a playoff spot to the winner. Green Bay still gets a playoff spot uh, if they win. So Rizzi on the Lions and the NFL playoff situation here in a few moments. If you do have a Lions or NFL question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home basketball games inside Van Andel Arena 
in downtown GR. Follow the gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. And get the schedule uh, by Googling or searching uh, Grand Rapids Gold. Okay, Rizzy. Uh, Lions and the Packers on Sunday night. You line them up. Uh, obviously, Rodgers' career has an advantage. Goff has a better year going than Rodgers. I mean, this is an athletic skills question. It's yeah. right now. Where where are the Lions better than the Packers and vice versa with Rodgers and Green Bay? I think the Lions have a better offensive line that that's protecting Jared Goff very well. They they're creating seams in the run game. Against Chicago, they did a very good job of exploiting that. They ran for a season-high 256 yards. Uh, Jamal Williams got the FedEx ground player of the week. That, that the, the confidence and the precision with which the Lions offense has been working uh, and, and behind, uh, again, a very good offensive line that has gelled very well together, uh, that, that is their advantage in this game. The, the fact that Jared Goff can throw to any number of people one week, Shane Zilstra, your your third string tight end, is catching three touchdowns. The so next week is Brock Wright catching two touchdowns. The diversity of weaponry that they've got is something that's going to be a problem for the Packers. Uh, look, Green Bay, when they played Minnesota last week, one of the things that they did was they focused on shutting out Justin Jefferson and the other guys in from Kirk Cousins to K.J. Osborne to Adam Thielen just couldn't get it done. And I think if you're focusing on stopping Amon Ross St. Brown, like Jared Goff has no problem throwing to DJ Chark, throwing more to Jamison Williams, who's had a good week of practice and, and looks like he's going to get a little bit more run this week. He'll throw to the tight end if they're open. He'll throw to the running back if they're open. He doesn't care. And I think that's something that's very difficult to defend. And right now, Jared Goff's seeing the field very well. That That's, that's an advantage against a Packers defense that's playing better lately. They're getting turnovers lately. But they're still over the last... The Lions season divides into two two seasons, really. The, the, up to th- and through the New England game, where their defense was the worst in the league. Since that point, their defense has been. If you look at the like the statistical metrics where they factor in all, all they're, they're a top ten, except for Carolina game. Yeah, right? Except for the Carolina, and statistically, they're wind, they're between fourteen and sixteen in that range, which is good enough to win. The the Packers have kind of done the same thing, like their defense. When the Lions' defense started to get better, their defense fell off a cliff. Uh, they 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 had a brutal November and early December. They picked it back up, in part because they're getting healthier, and in part because they're getting some takeaways. But uh, that that that's a, the Lions' ability to win multiple ways on offense is how they're going to win this football game. Uh, the other way, uh, Green Bay is getting better. I think you've seen if you've watched the Packers at all. Christian Watson is emerging as a the weapon that Aaron Rodgers needed him to be, and they're starting to get some trust and some chemistry there, and that's very important. Uh, he will still put some balls on the ground, but he's 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 looking really good. He's getting more comfortable throwing to guys like Alan Lazard, guys like Robert Tanyan, the tight end. Uh, and it, the the key for the Lions on this one is to make Rodgers get uncomfortable with with who he's throwing to. You know, we've all seen Aaron Rodgers. Pointing the fingers when a guy drops a ball, he's walking off the field in disgust. You know, not talking to him on the sidelines. You got to get that going early. You got to you got to seed those you know, or sow those seeds of division and and dissension because uh, Rogers is look. 
Nothing against Aaron Rodgers. He's a he's a future Hall of Fame quarterback, still playing very well. He's not the easiest guy to play with. And if things start going south, you can play on that. And I think the Lions have done a pretty good job of ratcheting up that kind of pressure. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the, but absolutely, the the ability for the Lions to score, scoring touchdowns in the red zone instead of kicking field goals is huge. They've been very good at that. Green Bay is not good at that. So that doesn't necessarily, that, that gives the Lions a, a little bit of a matchup advantage there. You know, they're... I cringe when people say, "Oh, it's it's in Green Bay. It's going to be cold. It's it's a night game. The Lions are ready for it." They're not. I don't get that sense at all from Detroit, and I don't get that sense that the Green Bay thinks that either, uh, which is probably you know honestly a, a competitive advantage for Green Bay. But you know the uh, the inexperience is going to going to show probably. But can they overcome that? They absolutely have a shot at winning this game. They, it would not surprise me. I said it yesterday. I will not su- be surprised at all if the Lions win. I don't expect them to win, but if they do it, I will not be surprised whatsoever. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I did see this number. Over five and a half decades, according to the AP in the NFL, only 1.07% of teams that started 2 and 6 have ever made the playoffs and you're looking at a weekend where you know the Steelers still have an outside shot they the, do the Lions still have uh, an outside shot i mean uh, jaguars the jaguars will make it right <laughs> i mean yeah you're you're looking at all three of those teams are 8 and 8 right now it, 1.07%. Now, again, uh, Steelers and Lions need help. Jaguars just have to beat the Titans. And who, you know, who's starting at quarterback for them? Uh, it looks like Josh Dobbs is going again. Oh, who was on the Lions practice squad two weeks ago was not mm. was not good enough to get signed by the Lions. And by the way, he played, he played okay the other night. He's certainly better than Malik Willis. Uh, that was that was rough to watch when when they lost to Houston. That Remember was, that debate that everyone's saying the Lions should draft Malik Willis, right? And uh, I was blue in the face, Bill, yelling to people the Lions are not considering him at number two. Um, beyond that, I, I wasn't sure, but everything that I got from multiple multiple sources inside Detroit was they're not. It's not even an option. Like they're they're laughing at you saying these things. Um, the national pundits who were going at it, and I'm, I'm good friends with one of them. And in fact, I'm going to have dinner with them uh, uh, down in Mobile in a couple of weeks at the Senior Bowl. And we're going to we're going to have a little fun with that. Um, he's he's going to buy me dinner for that. That yeah, that they're uh, Tennessee. Uh, the, it's always fun to see the teams that rise up late, and Jacksonville is a great example. And Jacksonville sort of set the blueprint for the Lions. They but had look their what the band- Lions did the Jacksonville and Detroit. They they destroyed they that team till the last drive of the game. Right, the last, I was going to say the yeah. last drive of the game, right when the game was already darn over. near a perfect game. And since then, Jacksonville hasn't lost. They mm. they they learned how to bounce back from that. Give credit to, to Doug Peterson, their coach, to Trevor Lawrence for figuring it out for their defense for figuring things out. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. I, when I looked at them early in the season, and I, I did watch a couple of their games early. Their offense was like, we're going to throw a screen pass on first down. We're going to hand it off on second and nine and get three yards. Then we're going to throw another screen pass. Like they're, and they're, you know, uh, what's his name? The, the rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett has played better. He's acquitted himself pretty nicely right now. Their offensive line is playing better. Their defense, they got 
They got TJ Watt back. That certainly helped. Um, you know, you look at all these teams. They they got they got guys back, and that that makes such a difference. And you, you look at you know the, the Cincinnati Bengals were zero two. They're playing to be you know, hosting multiple playoff games this weekend. If they beat Baltimore, and I think they will. Uh, with the way Baltimore's playing, and Joe with, Burrow has said, "Look, he'll go anywhere and beat anybody." He had it last year when they when they got to the Super Bowl by winning in Kansas City. He's got he's just got the the je ne sais quoi man. He's got that that it factor to him, uh, and uh, it's when you've got that, you've got a chance, and that's one of the reasons why we're excited that if the Lions do get in the playoffs, that it's not just going to be. Oh, they're going to get in. They're going to get whooped in the first round. Like, no, you get in. You got a shot. Any anything weird things happen in the playoffs. I I go back to this in 2020. I covered the the Cleveland Browns out here running the Browns wire. They went to the postseason in Pittsburgh. Their first playoff game since 1994. Nine players were out with COVID, and their head coach is in his basement, locked in his home, quarantined for COVID. They went into Pittsburgh and kicked Pittsburgh's butt. Wasn't that ba- was Baker the quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at uh, <laughs> NFC. Anything can happen, right? NFC playoff picture is still up for grabs. On you know who's going to get uh, the one seed, and you have the Cowboys at Washington, San Francisco hosting Arizona, Philadelphia. Uh, hosting the Giants, a lot of people believe based on those three games that all three teams will win, and Philly will hold on to the overall number one seed. Giants reportedly are going back and forth. Are you going to rest Barkley and Jones? Are you're not playing for anything, right? Yeah, and Saquon's had some good quotes about that. He's like, if they sit me, that means that they got to pay me more because that means I'm that important. He's like that's his angle to play, and I I I, I applaud him for that. That's well, you don't smart. get the week off. You get the week off with the overall number one seed, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're and the, generally the Giants, you get, and if you play them, the fans will go crazy that you played them, right? In a meaningless game, but there is, like I said, between the Niners, Philly, and even Dallas, uh, you have there's still some drama there. There is, and uh, by the way, the NFL. Over the years, the, the, somebody tried, I forget who did it. I should give them credit for it. It was, I don't remember where I saw it, but the teams that rested their players versus the teams that played their players, the teams that actually played do much better in the first round of the playoffs than the teams that rested them. That's why you've seen a lot of teams have runs. You know, Rodgers did it right when he had no running backs. Yeah. And then they got, I think, to the NFC Championship game before they lost to Atlanta. And then Atlanta blew that big lead against Brady and the Patriots. In the Super Bowl, that your your team is more into a routine. You yeah. take that week off, and it's kind of like looking at Michigan in the college football playoff. I, I believe the momentum they had at the end of the last two years, if they would have played Georgia that next week last year and would have played TCU the week after beating Purdue, I, I, I think they win at I th- least I one think of them. I think it would have changed the, the dynamics for sure. Yes, because the momentum. Yeah. It depends on the team. You know, It depends on how hurt you are. You know, your mojo, because there is that, hey, we made the playoffs or some, and you know you can't win it all. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting to see how these postseason, whether the Lions are in it or not. Uh, the NFC is fascinating because the, the well, three, te- the, the three teams you mentioned. Bottom, I mean, if the Lions get in or if it's the Packers, I, I, I would say Seattle's an easy going to get knocked off. But if they're playing Minnesota, you never know. <laughs> Minnesota's really not Jaylen playing Hurts, football right uh, now. You know, how healthy is he? Is that shoulder worse than they're leading on? Yeah. 
Cowboys have been inconsistent offensively. Cowboys, Cowboys are very volatile. They how about, can, how they about can, Brock Purdy and the Niners? What a great story. Mr. Irrelevant um, for for the, the Lions fans who were aghast that they might draft a quarterback this Out year. Out of like, Iowa State. Lo- yeah. Look at what he's done. And now, obviously, you give a lot of credit to their system. By the way, he's doing it without their number one wide receiver, who, who might be back for the postseason as well. San Francisco is the team that that's the last team you want to play because they can win with defense and they're showing that they can win with offense and you know what they're going to do to you on offense and they still do it and they still do it well. That makes them very tough. But, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about it yesterday. If, if the Lions get in, there's a fair chance that they're going to wind up playing Minnesota or Dallas. They were real close to beating Dallas earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, I'd rather play Minnesota. I would rather play Minnesota first too. Playoff game. They're not going to be afraid of Dallas. And Dallas's defense is pretty nasty. They can be. <laughs> they can be when they want to play. Yeah, right? they can be vulnerable too. Though they uh, they are live and die by the turnover and the big play. And uh, Lions are pretty good at protecting the ball. Well, That's one reason why they got a chance to win uh, Sunday night. If you're in the NFC and you're not sure about Hurts healthy, and you see what he means to the Eagles. You got Brock Purdy. Can he keep that going in the playoffs for the Niners? We'll say they'll get the two seed. Vikings, their defense is suspect. Uh, the Buccaneers, uh, we know that story. Uh, they may get in at. Do, do you want to go to Tampa and play Tom Brady down there? No, no sir. <laughs> Unless you're the Rams and then you're the Bucks and you're going to blitz uh, at the end. Uh, Seahawks, I, I, I don't think they're, they win a playoff game. I think they peaked early. <laughs> Gi- Giants are squirrely. They're, but I look at what the Lions did to the Giants. So I'll, I'll scratch off, uh, Giants and Seahawks, but I'm saying if the Lions get in, Jeffrey, there's not a team in the NFC where I say they have no chance. I would agree with that. Right? I'm not saying they're going to win at San Francisco or win at Minnesota if that's their first round game or go to Philly in the NFC championship game. But Merrill Hodge on the DraftKings Power Hour two weeks ago. Okay. And that Power Hour will be coming up here at the top of the hour on the huge show across Michigan. He predicted Lions, Eagles, NFC championship game. God bless Merrill. He's great, by the way. Uh, wonderful insight from Could him. you imagine if the Lions are one game away from a Super Bowl? So we, I think if Hurts doesn't play, the Eagles are going out around one. Th- that's very well possible. I just think back, there's one win in the Super Bowl era, 1991 season. I missed that. I was in college then. I was working mm. through that game, delivering pizzas. When they crushed the Cowboys, I thought they were going to see it. I thought they were going to beat the Redskins. I got to, in see, the, I got to see the, the Washington game the next week. And then and the that, Super Bowl was at so the well. Metrodome, and they go be uh, Barry would be going back to a dome, right? Yep. Mm. Oh, that would have been nice. And the Lions Nation could have you know made the eight hour, ten hour trip, whatever it is. They could have beaten those. They could have beaten those Bills just as well as, oh, as Washington man. did. And then over in the AFC, though. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, the way the Jags are playing, and the same thing with the Chargers. My lord, you know. Yeah, so you got a couple look teams. Look at the quarterbacks. They're going to look at the quarterbacks. Absolutely, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, uh, Lawrence, that's and Herbert. Pretty, pretty. That's the top good. five quarterbacks in the playoffs that's, in the AFC. That's pretty darn good. NFC's um, up for grabs, I yeah. think. Yeah, I, AFC is. Look at the five top five QBs. They're all locked in the playoffs right now. And if Lamar comes back. For the Ravens. Sounds like he will be able to play in the playoffs. Too. Right, so Lamar, so your top six quarterbacks in the playoffs in the AFC. 
Again, depending on final seating. That's pretty impressive. These six are in. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence, Herbert, Lamar Jackson. And it might be Tua in the seven hole. It's it's possible. Or Mac Jones, who they love him in New England. (laughs) I can't believe it. Or the Steelers or Kenny Pickett. The Steelers... If they and I think they will beat Cleveland this weekend, that's that they're going to be right there. Cleveland's not bad; they really aren't. Cleveland's defense over the they over played the pretty last, well at Washington. They did. They, their defense has perked up a lot lately. They are a team. I don't think people outside of Cleveland realize that they've got four starting cornerbacks on that team. Like they're deep as crap. And Deshaun looked; uh, he's getting more comfortable in the comeback after the you know missing. Donovan Peoples Jones is playing very well with him. The they don't have the stats to show up, but they're they're clicking. They still could use stud wide receivers. You know, Cooper oh. is kind of over the hill. Cooper. I did uh, I did some Cleveland TV this week, and one of the things we talked about was all the available wide receivers are going to be yeah. out there. Cooper, they, they, yeah. they asked about DJ Shark. I'm like, yeah, he'd, he'd probably look pretty good in the brown and orange. I kind of hope he stays in Detroit, but he's. Yeah, they, they, they need some help. They need some defensive line help. They're, uh, if, if you're doing mock drafts for Cleveland and they don't pick until the second round, better give them a defensive tackle. Man, look, look at those top six quarterbacks in the playoffs. That's, a, that's amazing, and that shows you the power of what having a good quarterback can do. The Lions are where they are this year because Jared Goff is playing very good football. If he's not playing the way he is, they're not where they are. It, it's such a quarterback-driven league. Look at the, You talked about Dallas's volatility. When Dak Prescott plays well, that's the best team in the NFC. He doesn't always play well. He doesn't always get the help that he needs from his receiving core. He hasn't either. been ever since he uh, tore apart the. I think it was the ankle. He hasn't been the, his mobility really made him better because he could do a, a a milder version of Mahomes, and the defense would break down on coverage, and he'd find the open guy, and he's just not as mobile as yeah, he used to. He, be. he hasn't. He hasn't quite had that. Their offensive line isn't what he used to be either, and that's impacted the him. Defense I think more is than, tough though. Their defenses can make some plays, yeah. absolutely, and, and is just that, an that's animal. what you want to do. You know, he's uh, it's funny. <laughs> he went he went three weeks without a sack, and Dallas fans were freaking out, like, "Oh, he's in a slump." Well, teams in the NFL they start figuring out ways to, you know, game plan. That that is the biggest thing at the pro level, especially in football. Oh, Jeff, yeah. uh, Jeff Risden in the studio. We got another segment. Uh, with Jeff, uh, you can join in your Lions NFL question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. Uh, Denzel Valentine will be in town in Grand Rapids Sunday and Tuesday. I think yesterday on the show, Rizzy, I said Denzel Washington. So I. Uh, <laughs> He's not playing for Maine. Yeah, Denzel Valentine. DV45, good AAU program out of uh, Lansing. Yeah, uh, well, I said, uh, I think twice yesterday, I announced Denzel Washington. People are like, really? Why is he going to be at the Grand Rapids Gold game, Denzel Washington? And Superfly walks in and goes, training day two? (laughs) Remember the gold? Remember the gold. Is he going to motivate the team? And they're playing good basketball right now, so yeah. Uh, Denzel out of Lansing Sexton, correct? I believe so. Yep. Yep. And Michigan State, Denzel Valentine, not Denzel Washington. If you heard that yesterday and you bought tickets and you're going to go to Steve Jabara from the gold, 
Uh, Hughes said that Denzel Washington was going to be a Van Andel Arena. No, Denzel Valentine. You can see a lot of the soccer mom crowd being attracted to that one. And Denzel, uh, yeah, <laughs> and me and Denzel Washington. Go ahead and pick who's had a better career. We'll debate that coming up <laughs> later. So get your tickets for Sunday. Family four-pack, 50 bucks. Uh, gets you four tickets, $20 concessions voucher uh, for Sunday's game. And then also on Tuesday, buy one, get one ticket free. Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, and also search Grand Rapids Gold uh, on your search engine. And follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you. 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. TV 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. Also, Detroit Lions podcast co-host. You can hear that. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. He's joining us talking about the Lions and the Packers, Sunday Night Football in America. If the Rams beat the Seahawks, the Lions beat the Packers. They are in the NFL playoffs. The Lions lose to the Packers and the Packers are in. And Seattle really doesn't matter uh, to the Seahawks what they do against the Rams, win or lose. Packers control their destiny. If you have a Lions comment or question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. Um, Facebook also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge uh, to 21,000. Looking at 
the future. We fast forward. We say they lose on Sunday, season's over. Yeah. Or win on Sunday and Seattle wins earlier against Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Uh, this team's offseason, what will it be like? It's going to be fun, first off, to, because, because you're... what are the holes now, based on what we've seen this year after the 1-6 and six start, no matter what happens on Sunday, Jeff, what are the holes to fill via free agency and also with those two first-round draft picks and the rest of the 2023 NFL draft? And I'm glad you brought up free agency because that does come before the draft, and it's a good year to need what the Lions need in free agency. They need a defensive ta- they need a defensive tackle to play between Ali McNeil and Aiden Hutchinson. That's that's one of the big Isaiah Bugs. God bless him. He's doing he's doing the best that Isaiah Bugs can do. Probably need somebody a little bit better than that, or somebody that can rotate in and and not have Aleem Ping playing eighty percent of the snaps. You normally don't want your nose tackle doing that, so that that's a need. They they're going to have to replace Will Harris in that slot safety corner role. They're going to need another outside corner because Amani Arawari will not be back, uh, and I don't think that uh, if Yatsu Malifanwu, wherever they're playing him, is going to project high enough to be that. You got to figure out what you're doing with Jeff Okuda. Is he going to be your slot guy? Is he going to play outside? Do you trust him to stay healthy enough now that he's had durability issues again? They're they're going to add an outside corner somewhere. They probably need to add to every look. Every NFL team needs to add an outside cornerback. That's that's, that's a universal need. No matter no matter who you are, no matter if you're Cleveland and you got three guys that have been in the Pro Bowl at that spot, you still need more. So I expect them to do that. They're going to have to make decisions at running back. Jamal Williams is a free agent. They're going to make decisions at, uh, at Craig Reynolds is a free agent. Justin Jackson's a free agent. They have contractual control over, over Craig and, and Justin if they want it, but I don't, not sure that they'll want to do that. DeAndre Swift has one year left. So looking at getting a running back in, it's not going to be a big priority for them. This is a team that runs the ball well because of their offensive line and not their, their running backs. DJ Shark. Free agent. I think the way he's played since he's been healthy, you got to bring that guy back. Uh, and the chemistry that he's developed with with Jared Goff has been a lot of fun. But they they're going to look at wide receiver. Um, what happens with Halapula Vadi Vaitai? What happens with Evan Brown as your right guard? Um, Tommy Kramer. Look, when you're when your top two right guards both have back surgery in the same season that happened with Vaitai and Kramer. Look, Evan Brown has played great. In the role he's in, but he, if he's your sixth offensive lineman, that's so much better. So they might go after an offensive guard, uh, but uh, linebacker Anzalone's a free agent. You got one year left on Derek Barnes' rookie contract. I probably want to get somebody in to help those guys. Uh, that's not typically a position that they've prioritized at all in the draft. Whether you're you're the Rams' contingency of, of GM Brad Holmes, assistant GM Ray Agnew. Uh, and, and also John Dorsey, who's the, the scouting or a special assistant. When he was the GM in both uh, Kansas City and Cleveland, they never drafted linebackers early. That's just not what they do. It's not, it, when they do money ball, when they talk money ball, the positions you short are running back and linebacker. And the Lions have done a pretty stayed pretty close to the the, the script on that. So don't expect that early. But you're going to see somebody come in. But in terms of like, they've got so much young talent. We, we talked about a, the emergence of Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston coming on. He looks like he can be your other starting pass rusher. And you've got Josh Pascal who's played well since he's been healthy. They're pretty good there. 
cornerback, you need you need more top end stuff. But like Jerry Jacobs, Jeff Okuda, uh, Mike Hughes, who I think Jacobs hasn't played well lately. He I, he had he had a rough game in Carolina. Everybody did a little bit better against. He, uh, he played better against Chicago, but again, <laughs> real quick on the Bears. I talked to a, a long, long time friend who's covered the Bears for over 25 years. He told me flat out this is the worst Bears team he's ever seen. Oh, they can't throw the ball. We, I, once you could see Fields bang his hip, which he's going to be out this week. Yeah. You could see him, you know, the, the trainers, they had the massaging instrument going. I, I said once he couldn't run anymore, they were done. They were done. And, and their receivers the are, there were, we talked about it. Tom Kennedy would be wide receiver one on that team. He, oh. he cannot get on the field and he trades on the practice squad. He would be their best wide and receiver. And that's why it's tough to judge the Lions secondary uh, with right. the way yeah, they, you gotta kind of throw that up. But like you're seeing Kirby Joseph has emerged. They got a decision to make with Deshaun Elliott. I think I really liked him this year. When he and they missed him when he was out. They missed him in Carolina. They actually missed him in Chicago too. Uh, so that's is he is he back on Sunday? He should be good. Um, that, that, that's big. The the injury report is coming out uh, momentarily. So he's probably out, and we've just been locked in here. I don't even know it. But uh, it, it, when I talked to people in Allen Park yesterday, it sounded like he's going to play. So that's a good thing. Um, he's he's very integral to their run defense. Now they they've got so many young players that are coming together on defense that I know everybody's screaming, Oh, we gotta get you know, we gotta replace both linebackers, we gotta replace it. Like now you kinda don't because then you're like, okay, if you let's say you we'll, we'll we'll go pie in the sky and they get Will Anderson on the board from Alabama, the pass rusher with the Rams pick, wherever that might be. Okay, who are you sitting now to play him? Like, is he gonna be better than James Houston next year as a rookie? Maybe. A pro, I mean, he's certainly got the he's certainly got better athletic traits, but you you, you got to let these young guys breathe a little bit. That's what good teams do. They find the the if you look at the Buffalo Bills and and the the, the rise that they've had, it's because they trusted a guy like Matt Milano, a middle round linebacker who's emerged as one of the best linebackers in the AFC because they let him play. They didn't try to force guys over him. Uh, that that's what good teams do, and I think. I, I, I more than think this. I know the Lions are dedicated to that type of player development. That's why their coaching staff has all those former players on it that are good teachers and instructors. They're huge believers in that. So I think you might see weirdness. Um, they might take a position that you not, don't expect. Maybe they'll take an offensive tackle. Probably not early. It's not a great class. But wide receivers, uh, cornerbacks, uh, one of the things, I, don't, I won't go into the draft stuff, but uh, this is a beautiful year to need cornerbacks in the draft. I can find you guys that are going to get drafted in the third or fourth round that will be good starters right away. And I think the Lions are going there. That was going to be my next question then. I, I don't think they reach whether they're picking four, five, six, three, four, five, six, seven, depending on what the Rams do. It is kind of like mixed emotions. Uh, you're rooting for the Rams to win to help the Lions. See, that's the silver lining. If, they if, lose, if, if Seattle the wins, be number three. Yeah, right. yeah, it will be no worse than five if right. if the Rams lose. He so. still has some action, but I, I think about like uh, Sauce and you know, he'll probably be the NFL Rookie of the Year, NFC Rookie of the Year in yeah. front of Hutch. He'll, he'll beat it. He'll beat Hutch on that. And look, he, he might be the best cornerback. So one of those league, two first so. rounders where I'm at right now, uh, based on what I've seen this year, uh, is that you're thinking corner, and I'm thinking uh, a linebacker with speed who can get after the quarterback. And I'm thinking yeah. maybe corner or two or corner and safety uh, in yeah. that in they, that they've first They've got to fix their slot, um, the slot corner. And it, for them, it's a slot safety position. They've got to fix that because it's so been a problem for a long time. you got Ringo from Georgia, 
right? Yeah. He's he's talented, but he holds a lot. Cam Smith from South Carolina. Cam Smith's really good. Devon yeah. Witherspoon from Illinois is really good. Joey Porter Jr., um, uh, Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State so is a guy that I like a lot. There, there, there's yeah. a lot of options, and we're not even we're just such a, Clark Phillips from uh, from Utah is a good guy. Christian Gonzalez, uh, who is uh, David Blau's sister, wife's brother at Oregon, six foot three, runs a four two eight forty documented. Um, he can't tackle me, but he he sure can cover, and he's got athletic traits. All those guys are at cornerback. It's it's a loaded cornerback. Yeah, I, I think they get a corner in one of those two first round picks, and it could be a quarterback they groom for the future. Just keep in mind with the quarterback, right. Jared Goff's the only quarterback they got coming back next that's year. That's my concern. You know, you're one play away from from Nate Sudfeld from from David Blau. Um, mm. Obviously, he's in Arizona now, but. They've got to get a better quarterback and, and address the backup quarterback position. And, and the, the pushback on it is, oh, it's Jared Goff. He's playing great, and he didn't handle that well. If Jared Goff can't handle having a good backup quarterback, he's not your quarterback. That, that, that's a sign that he doesn't, he's not that guy. We went through this with Matthew Stafford. Stafford, for years and years, was like, I don't want to be pushed. Don't give me a backup who can play. I, it's my job. By, by, you're insulting me by bringing somebody in like that. Now, sort of the way that Goff ended in Los Angeles, but Goff will be the starting quarterback next year. Zero question about that. But you've got to get a backup. Why not Amen. get a guy who can come in and, and play and grow? Well? And would you rather draft, let's say, Anthony Richardson with the Lions pick at 20, a guy who's got incredible upside but isn't ready yet? He's cost controlled for the next four years, or do you want to go and pay Andy Dalton six million dollars to sit on your I, bench? I agree. I, I'm with you on like a Richardson late in the first round, or a quarterback yeah. who can run, who can give you situational yeah. offense. And there's, now, there's a lot of those guys. Right? Jaron Hall from BYU can do that. Jake Hayner from Fresno State. Um, uh, Tyson Badgent from Shepherd. Like the Lions went to Shepherdsville, West Virginia. Find that on a map. And, and think about what's that's there. a D two quarterback who uh, they, got to the semifinals, I think. Yeah, uh, Ferris went on. They, to win the they D2 went. They went there and saw him play live twice. We'll see him at the Senior Bowl. So I, I, I've only seen him play so once. They could be looking at him. They're, they're certainly looking at but their quarterback. A, what's that? A third, fourth he's, round? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, third, fourth round. Um, we're we're gonna watch Mr. TCU. Uh, Max Duggan has played his way into that range as well. I think. I think you saw against Michigan. Like there's a lot there to like, but he also misses some things. I don't like his arm strength. I, I don't. He's I, uh, he, he's really a gutsy leader. He's he's kind. Of, is he? A, he's got a, that Gardner Minshew. Yeah, the Baker, to the, the Baker Mayfield. Uh, but I'm not. I don't know if he has a deep ball like Baker. But yeah, you know, speaking of uh, uh, Baker and deep balls, and you'd say golf and chemistry and uh, quarterbacks. Uh, the the Jamison Williams thing. You know, outside of that one throw against the Vikings, a lot of people, the only thing they're really complaining about uh, from the Bears game is the chemistry for Goff and Jamison still seems to be a work in progress. It's not there yet. Uh, Now, is that, now I want to ask you this is that based on, is it Goff's arm strength or is it just a receiver and QB who haven't played? In games together, I think it's a lot more of the latter. Um, obviously, when you've got that kind of speed, Goff does have to learn. Like you can't throw it once he's open. You got to throw it before he's open and just trust that he's going to go get it. I don't think that Goff has that trust in him yet. 
do the fans have the trust in a Lions quarterback to throw the ball before the guy's open? I think that's something I like th- I think that's pretty scary for a lot of us. looking at the replay going, okay, he threw it. He's not open yet. Get open, Jamison. Get open because I'm living in the you know, J.J. McCarthy pick six TCU world. And we got spoiled by Matthew Stafford was really, really good at that. Uh, whoever he was. Come on, to. Stafford. Come on, Rams. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not worried about golf on that. I'm worried more that Jamison Williams is uh, like one of the things that happens, and you when you watch the the tape and the all twenty two, and you see Jamison hasn't figured out how to use his speed in conjunction with the other wide receivers on the team either. Like there's spacing dynamics that you have. Like you so, can't, like what do you mean? Like he, he's getting to where he needs to be too fast for the rest of the offense. Uh, that happened a couple of times. That happened on the throw that was behind him. I mean, it was one of those where Goff is like, I see both these guys, and they're both open, and I threw it right in between the two of them. Um, and and Williamson sh- Williams shouldn't have been there. He should have been past that, or, or the other receiver shouldn't have been there. He should have been past that point already. But Williams is just so fast that it speeds that up. He's got to learn how to, to manage that, and that's one of the reasons why they're playing him this year, knowing that you know he's getting his feet wet and it'll be better next year, but... It'd be really nice if it happened this weekend if if they clicked on a couple. I love things. hearing that a Lions receiver is too fast for the offense. I I really do. And that's an awesome thing. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire uh, dot com in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Follow Jeff on Twitter at j e f f r i s d o n uh, LionsWire on Twitter and Facebook, and also the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear it weekly on YouTube. Just search. Uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, good stuff, Jeff. I'm, I am Last so two days in studio. Really good stuff. What's it, your prediction on the Lions game quickly? Uh, and then I got to get to it. I'm looking forward to having a primetime game. Uh, I think the, the Lions are going to make it a competitive game, but it's in Green Bay. It's Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to pick against that. Um, it would not, like I said repeatedly, I would not surprise me all if the Lions win, but I'm not going to expect them to. I think it's going to be 28 26, something like that. It's going to be a close game. The Lions cover the spread. Uh, and if they get the they get the right balance, Mason Crosby misses a field goal, Michael Badgley hits one, they can win this. And uh, then we're talking playoff football next week, and we're going to be in here previewing playoff Detroit Lions mm. football, and that is something I would really love to do. All right, the post-game Detroit Lions podcast, just search for that on YouTube, and again, Lions Wire on Facebook and on Twitter. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? 
Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan, wrapping up Hour 2 on a Football Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Remember, if you missed any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. 